Oh, pinkies. It's the Faye driver. And we're in trouble. Well, I'm in trouble. I got I got all, all kinds of complaints today. So, the first thing I have to do... Turn on my parking lights. Get this car out of the garage. Uh, like that. Um... So I need to make a retraction. Apparently, I'm spreading disinformation. According to the ethanol lobby um, from, was it Kansas? Uh, Big ethanol is on my case because of all the misinformation I said in my last episode where I was talking about ethanol. And uh, uh, a gentleman tweeted and gave a bunch of information about what I said wrong about ethanol. Um, I will, I will concur. I I did give, uh, I did speak errantly when I said E85 is 15% ethanol. That is incorrect. The, uh, I did make a mistake. I, I uh, misconstrued the signs that I see on the pumps that always say may contain ethanol. Uh, so E85 is real 85% ethanol fuel. So if you want to see more about all the lies that I've been spreading about meth ethanol, uh, you can go to my website, www.pinkwheelnuts.com. My God, it's hot in here. Um, and uh, you'll see the, uh, the ethanol lobby from the United States, their response to my lies and misinformation. Uh, But we're not using... Oh, I didn't have a watch today. Oh, damn it. Today we'll be using no ethanol whatsoever because I'm driving the Tesla today and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to talk about this car and what... There's the anti-lock brakes activating there. And uh, what kind of nutbirds these Tesla owners are. Oh my God, these people, these Tesla owners, they just, they're just like a cult. They think this car is the best thing since sliced bread. All these Tesla owners just think that this car is the most amazing and fantastic car. And however could we have gotten along without Elon Musk? Um, they're all just weirdos. Uh, now, let me tell you. There was recently <laughs> this car had a software upgrade. So, you know, you can't, there's no buttons or switches in this car except for a turn signal um, and, a, and, a, and a gear shift selector. Um, so everything you do on this car is through this laptop screen stuck to the dash here. And uh, so these Tesla owners have been complaining how they haven't had an upgrade to their, their operating system for a year or two or something like that. So finally, Tesla puts out this new operating system, version 11. And wouldn't you fucking know it, they change absolutely everything in on the screen. Everything is moved. All the buttons are in a different place. Uh, 
you know, I just barely learned how to turn my windshield wipers on, and then they moved the frickin' button, so it's buried under two or three menus now. So, this stupid software update is just, like, uh, you know, they haven't changed anything, they just moved things around. They made a couple of new categories, sub-menus, and they made the buttons bigger so old people like me can see them now. And, uh, and everyone is raving about this new update. Oh my God, it's fabulous. And you know, before you, you, used, you could do things you know, sort of scattered around the perimeter of the screen where all these little quick functions you could really quickly and easily get to. Um, like setting your charging level and stuff like that. And of course they moved everything now. So you, there's no more hot buttons except for three or four at the bottom of the screen. Um, and and uh, so the whole system is, has been turned upside down. So now I recognize I will at some point learn where the new, all the new buttons are. But I tried to adjust my steering wheel a couple of days ago and like I couldn't find the freaking steering wheel adjustment button. Because you can't just unlatch the lock and move your steering wheel around like any normal car. You've got to go find the menu option, turn on the, turn on the feature, and then, uh, <coughs> um, and then use the wee little buttons on the, on the steering wheel to move things. It's just the stupidest. Oh, we're in a mood today, aren't we? <sighs> Christ almighty. So now, um, so there's that. Uh, the other thing, <laughs> this car is so boring. It is just the most boring car to drive. Like, uh, and like, take for instance, uh, there's about three opportunities on this highway for me to pass, and we're here in a in a string of vehicles. We got trucker Alex in front of us here doing 85 kilometers an hour because it's a windy road. I got two other cars in front of me and three cars behind me they're all everyone's all bunged up here I got one guy on my ass I'm leaving a lot of space in front of me because we're in winter conditions there's slush and goo and ice icy sections and snowy sections on this road and I don't like to follow on the bumper of the guy in front of me because they just throw dirt up onto my windshield and if I was in this my 911 I would be passing when the two or three opportunities that come up, I'm gonna pass these slow movers and get out of this, out of this uh, fray of uh, agitated drivers. I got guys on my ass saying, "Why aren't you on the ass of the guy in front of you?" And and we got slow movers. I'm not gonna pass in this dumb Tesla because that's gonna make me draw my battery down. I'm gonna have to to charge my battery when I get to the Costco, and I'm not. I don't want to pay to charge my battery. So uh, there's a certain thing about driving these electric cars where you automatically go into like super economy mode, and I don't. I don't want to do anything to waste my battery, even though I got plenty of battery. You get this mindset in your head that. I can't do a super acceleration that'll take me down 5%. You know, like, I, 
really, I should have taken the 911 today. Uh, but because this is the dirty car, I'm going, I'm doing a 150 kilometer trek today to the big city to go my, do my Costco run. I'm going to take the boring car. Um, it, it, uh, so, you know, like, I love driving that 911. The thing about, you know, you can do like 130 miles an hour in that 911 and be perfectly comfortable, feel perfectly safe. You drive 80 miles an hour in this car and you feel like, I think we might be near the limits here of the, the ability of this car to maintain control. Uh, and it's so dull. It just You just sit here, you know, ugh, it's just so boring, this car. It is, just, there's nothing exciting about driving this car. And here's the other thing about this car. <laughs> Yeah, there's so much management. You have to manage so many functions about this car. Like every damn time I get into the freaking car, there's another software update. Uh, do you, you know, question mark, do you want to do your software update now or do you want to schedule it for two o'clock in the morning? Every freaking time I get in the car, there's a new software update. Um, it's becoming, it's very annoying. Like. I just want a car that you put the key in and turn it on and stick it in drive and drive away. But no, you got to go. Oh no, I can't. Oh, I can't go anywhere now because it's going to take 20 minutes to do the software update. Oh, I guess I'll schedule it. And then, so you schedule it, and it does its thing in the middle of the night, with any luck. The other thing is, you got to manage the batteries on this car, right? So. They really discourage you from charging this car to 100% with whatever these batteries are. Lithium ion, who knows what they are. Unobtainium, chromium oxide batteries, who knows what the fuck they are. So you don't want to charge, have your battery at 100% capacity all the time. And this, I'm fine with this. I understand this. I support this. That's fine. I can manage this. So I typically, it's because it's bad. It's bad for this type of a battery to be either fully 100% charged or 0% charged. The battery just does not like it. The chemistry in the battery does not deal well with these extremes. So, um, so therefore, you don't charge your battery to 100%. I typically put mine to 60%. And if I, which is fine, I can do my day, most of my daily driving on my 60% battery. Um, however, this morning I decided I want to go to Costco. Well, in order to go to Costco in, in uh, winter weather, I need my battery charged up 100%. <clears throat> so that means I got to charge my battery to full before I go. So if I was not on the ball and at 7 a.m. in the morning decided, okay, I got to charge this car to get it up to full, full bore here, uh, full charge, um, I wouldn't have been able to take this boring car <laughs> to Costco. <clears throat> so you got to think about all these things about, oh, and when am I going to charge the car and, you know, a lot of the charging is managed automatically. It's not terribly um, 
uh, inconvenient because I plug the car in, my charging, my home charger charges at 1 a.m. in the morning, it fills the battery up to whatever charging level I select. But if I'm not thinking, if I go, oh, uh, yeah, I want to, you know, I want to do this larger trip and I hadn't planned for it the day before, um, I didn't get my battery charged up to 100% this time. I got it up to 95 because I did, I had, you know, I farted around for a couple of hours this morning while it was charging. Now I'm, I can't wait any longer. I want to get on the road. So I'm just sitting here with not quite 100%. That's fine. I'll make it. Not a problem. Um, but that's annoying. So, and then all these Tesla people in the, uh, uh, oh, these Tesla people just think, uh, you know, Elon Musk can do no wrong. And, oh, we're so blessed to have this car. And, like, it's uh, as if he invented the frickin' wheel. It's just a damn battery and an electric motor and a lot of overcomplicated software. So, and all this, you know, this self-driving stuff. I don't want my car to drive itself. I'm a... I don't even barely trust the other drivers on the road. You're going to want me to drive, to trust this car to drive me to the grocery store without me touching the wheel? Like, how stupid is that? The only thing that this car is good for, I do say, here's one. I do appreciate utility. I, in, If I'm going to have a vehicle, it needs to perform a job for me and do the job well. So, um, as a car to go to town to get groceries <laughs> and a car that costs virtually nothing to operate, an electric car is the answer. It's a great car, especially for bopping around town, you know, doing all your little groceries. You got your, doing your, you're doing your going to the dry cleaner and the and the liquor store and the grocery store and and wherever else the bottle depot and all that. This car is great for that. I love an electric car for that because it's great at doing these short little stop and goes. You don't have to, you don't have any concerns about running your internal combustion engine for short periods of time, which I hate. So it is great as an errand car. Um, it's not great for hauling a lot of people. It's not great for going on long trips, which is fine. Never never wanted it for that. I just wanted an electric car that can manage my kind of trips. You know, I got a 200 kilometer trip today and this car will do that just fine. It's gonna do it just fine and there'll be no problems. It will be very boringly. We're gonna drive along on this highway at 100 kilometers an hour because that's as fast as we can go and la da di da boobity boo. And I have other vehicles to meet the other utilities that I require, such as a pickup truck for hauling heavy loads and a sports car to drive like a maniac because we all need to drive like a maniac once in a while. And so this Tesla is fine for the utility that I require it to do, but it's no better than a Ford Focus or a Ford Escape. Sorry, George, <laughs> George in Atlanta, uh, Scotty the Aussie Battler. <laughs> 
and uh, Big Fatty with your all you guys with your Ford Edges. It's just a car, it just, and and that's what you want. You sometimes you just want a car to be like a Ford Edge, and I'm gonna go to Sam's Club and get my toilet paper, and that's what I'm doing today. But as a car, I, this Tesla is highly overrated. And I would recommend to you, if you want an electric car, do not buy a Tesla. Just pass. Save yourself $20,000 and buy a Kia Soul Electric or whatever, anything else. Go look at some Hyundais. They're making some gorgeous looking cars, full electrics. The Hyundai Ionic 5 is coming out. There's the Lucid has a car. I don't even know anything about them. That's a gorgeous looking sedan. And if you're like Adam Burns, just go and buy the all electric Audi e-tron. That's really, that's what I should have bought. The Audi e-tron <clears throat> sedan or the BMW i4 M50, <laughs> M50, I don't know, whatever it is. <laughs> the nice, M50i4 electric, full electric. Uh, all right. Um, and don't put ethanol in your tank. <laughs> I am the Fay driver. <laughs> you can email me about your if you're <clears throat> if you're a lobby group uh, for electric cars or another Tesla owner please email me at podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com and tell me about all the misinformation I've given you today on the Pink Wheel Nuts podcast. Thanks for listening. Whoa.